0: You're listening to the Conversations with Kids Peace podcast, advice, information, and inspiration from experts at the leading provider of mental and behavioral health services for children, adults, and those who love them. Now, here's your host.
1: Hello, and welcome to our podcast series, Conversations with Kids Peace. I'm Bob Martin. Amid all the literally millions of words written about being a parent, those of us who have faced that challenge know the most valuable advice and encouragement comes from talking with others who have parented, and that guidance is even more valuable when you're considering or in the process of becoming a foster parent. This summer, we were approached by two friends of our outreach efforts with an idea, a series of blog posts written from the perspectives of foster parents and professionals in the field. Heather Moore is regional manager for Kids Peace Foster Care in Southeast Pennsylvania and a foster parent. Megan Craig is a foster parent from Doylestown, Pennsylvania, and together they are the Heather and Megan from Foster Talk with Heather and Megan, the blog series featured on our website, fostercare.com. We welcome them back to our podcast to talk about their latest venture. Heather, Megan, great to have you with us again.
2: Thanks, Bob. It's good to be back. Heather, let me
1: start with you. What what prompted the concept of doing a joint blog series?
0: I think I really wanted to touch more folks and to be able to get people excited about doing foster care who maybe hadn't thought about doing it, and then to support people that were doing it by giving them tips that we've learned through the process, um, both Megan as an active foster parent and then myself as a professional working in the field. I agree. <laughs> no, I, I think that we
2: bring a unique perspective. I have you know my journey into foster care has been following people who blog or who you know navigate through social media um their, their foster care journey and i had yet to find one that would bring the professional uh on board i think it just brings a kind of a unique perspective
1: those are the kind of insights you're trying to reach i guess with this um specifically what do you what do you hope to be able to um offer those people coming on the on the blog post
2: Well, I mean, I'm certainly not an expert or, you know, I know everything about it. Um, I'm continually learning, but I think, you know, foster parenting can be very lonely and isolating. And this blog is sort of a chance just for me to share my experiences. And I guess my goal would be to just maybe educate, inspire, or just, you know, have someone relate to uh, the experiences that I'm currently going through.
1: Heather, what kind of insights are you thinking that uh, people are gonna get from from what you're writing?
0: It's interesting because as we're doing more blog entries, I'm coming up with more things that would be helpful if we told foster parents along the way that I didn't even think about sharing with families as they're going through the approval process. So it's really giving them a foster care agency perspective, so that when things happen or things that the family can do that would make things easier or go more smoothly, that they have those little tips and tricks of of things that go that go on in the office prior to a kid or while a kid's being placed.
1: We've we've been able to publish uh, at the time we're taping this. We've been able to publish four of your blogs, and one thing that struck me as I've as I've read them is you're you're almost doing a a how-to chronological walkthrough. Is that the goal? Is that what you were trying to do?
2: I mean, I guess when we first started, that that's sort of how it evolved. I mean, I think it's great just a starting place for us to figure out there's just so many things that we could talk about in foster care, just start from the beginning and move forward. I know there's probably a whole lot more we could touch on beyond the initial beginning steps, but I think that's just sort of how it evolved. I don't know if there was a whole lot of thought into the order but it sort of played out that way
1: i i was really taken with the latest entry which is something i had not thought about which is how do you prepare your family and your friends for the fact that you've decided to to foster and i guess the the provocative question i'll ask heather you know what's the biggest mistake people make in terms of that particular task
0: i think you know what we've learned the hard way is that foster care is a really personal journey So families tend to kind of keep it to themselves and don't share as much. And then the child gets placed, and then there's all this family that wants to be involved and friends that want to be involved, but don't understand foster care. So they're giving all this advice and seeing things happen and don't mean to be non-supportive, but end up being non-supportive just with a lack of education. So after a couple of false starts, we've really focused with families on who do you think is gonna be with you through this journey? And we've really had these folks sit in on a number of the initial trainings so that before the child gets placed, these folks understand the foster care journey so they can really support the families.
1: Megan, what was your experience in in that particular thing? You, You and your husband decided to become a foster parent. You went through training you got to the point where you felt the people had to know. What was your experience like telling people?
2: Well, we fell into the trap of keeping it to ourselves. Um, We did. I mean, it's sort of like naming a baby. You know, you just, you don't really want other people's opinions. You have your mind made up and you, you know, you feel so passionate about it. And that's exactly how we were. We know my, my husband and I had made this decision. We sat down, we talked, we have two biological daughters and we sat down and explained to them. What we thought we were going to do, we went through the whole process, and then we said, "And by the way, mom, dad, aunt, uncle, you know, cousins, friends, this is what we're doing." Um, so thankfully, you know, we had a lot of positive responses, but you know, we did get a couple of of cautious responses, and I think that's what we were afraid of. But we didn't get nearly as many as we thought we were going to get.
1: What did? What was the caution like?
2: I think it's more just protecting, uh, people that you care about. You know, a lot of it was, are you sure you have biological daughters? They're little. Are you sure you know what you're doing? And I think there's a lot of misconceptions about children who are in care and, uh, you hear all the bad stories. You don't hear about how it can be normal and how it can work in, you know, a family. Um, I can, tell you that, you know, once we had children in our home and any of the people who may have been cautious initially have very much been enlightened and are more than on board. And uh, it's actually been kind of heartwarming to see that change in people. It, it
1: almost seems like as you right about it, it almost seems like people were concerned, like, I'm not sure what I can do to help you. Or, I don't I'm not sure what I can support you. And, and then when they get to it and they, they get more comfortable with it then it's it's a matter of be of feeling the same joy, the same commitment that you guys are feeling.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think that you absolutely. And I think uh, people that maybe that's another topic for a blog that we have is how can people help, you know, who aren't, who didn't make this decision with their family to sign up and go through the the training and all the hours and, you know, ask all the questions to the caseworkers and directors of, you know, their agencies and so on and so forth. And then suddenly just be surprised. We're doing, you know, our family's doing foster care and oh, by the way, you're the grandparent and oh, by the way, you're the cousin and you're the neighbor. And uh, so, yeah, I think it's a lot people just maybe didn't know how to help and then maybe got nervous. I don't know.
1: Are are there resources that you know of, Heather, to help with that? I mean...
0: There definitely are. We have selected some of our trainings that we have support people go through prior to placement. So an average family takes, from the minute they start thinking about foster care, it's about a year until they actually start the foster care process. So this family's taken a year to kind of thoughtfully do their research, learn more about foster care. Where their family... Could have been on the outskirts, not doing anything and not knowing any of this was going on. And then, wow, here comes foster kid, and we don't know where the kids come from, how the court system works, um, why are their visits? You know, why does this biological family get this visit? So we have families sit through and support people sit through all those trainings so that they have that from the beginning because what we've really found is when they have that initial training and all that understanding they can really be supportive because they understand the foster care process because if you're not part of it you don't understand it right and if you un- and if you are willing to sit and listen then you do get it and then you do you can un- you can support the family when you know unfortunate things happen or s- exciting things happen because you understand the process right right so that's really what we've really focused on
1: Megan, in in doing these blog posts, is there anything that you've discovered you, as you look at me go, wow, I should have done that differently?
2: <laughs> of course. <laughs> I learned so much when Heather submits her blog. I'm like, oh, wow, of course. I didn't know they did that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think that training, or at least being able to offer that as an option for individuals uh, that, you know, are, I guess I just underestimated how much help we need Um, This is not an individual journey that we've, you know, our small little family unit. I mean, we exist in a larger community, and therefore it takes a village is what they say. So I think, you know, being able to say, hey, we're doing foster care, and we'd love for you to join us. And actually, Kids Peace offers this training if you're interested. Here's, you know, an online resource, or they could come to you. Or, you know, just being able to offer that maybe would be one big thing I could think of to I do differently
1: I, I don't want to put you on the spot but sure. have you had people say wow I, I've seen your experience and now I'm thinking about doing it
2: we have we actually have a family right now that um was just in my daughter's preschool class and they're currently up in training to be a kids piece family
1: well, that's marvelous yeah we're
2: excited marvelous. about that and I got that from other families I mean I watched my neighbor um bring in children and you know, the more I talked with her and her husband and her children and saw that, I mean, you do you do benefit from being part of the community and sharing that this is can be normal. This is this is for the greater good of everybody, really. Right,
1: right, right. That's that's fantastic. And and the more that we and again, one of the reasons we're doing the blog series is to get people more comfortable with the idea that they'd be able to investigate and find the information or or the answers to the questions they have, but to also learn that it's not a you know a crazy thing or something that you're going into a dark room and you don't know what's going on there are people that can help you absolutely now a little bit of a sneak peek here one (laughs) of the issues one of the entries to come on the blog uh, I asked this is one I came up with because I said I want you to tell uh, something funny or silly that has happened in in becoming a foster parent so um, a little bit of a sneak peek can you you share anything on that we'll go with you Heather
0: all right well I have a I was back up on call, and we had a brand new family and a newer caseworker who gave me a call because a four-year-old was trying to climb the foster parent's fence. Because unbeknownst to us, this child had a GPS in his brain, saw something that was close to his house, so he knew that he was placed close to his house, which we often try to do for kids to aid in visitation. So I get the call, four-year-old's trying to climb the fence. We don't know what to do. And in my head, I'm picturing four-year-old climbing the fence, three grown women standing there watching. (laughs) And I said, just curious, how big is the four-year-old? And the caseworker said, regular typical four-year-old size. And I said, OK. I'm like, is there a reason someone's not grabbing him off the fence and talking with him about the fact that while he is close to home, this is where he needs to be for tonight? And the caseworker was like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) hadn't thought of that. (laughs) And I was like, how about you go and grab him off the fence and then bring him into the house and distract him with something else? And that was the.
1: I'm only laughing because those are the kind of moments I happen to be every day, where where somebody (laughs) goes, why don't you do this extraordinarily sensible (laughs) thing. Yeah. How about you, Megan?
2: Well, you know, it's hard. Foster care is not really laughable or very funny, but with the right perspective and the right lens, there are some situations where you can, especially the awkward situations, which are many uh, as a foster parent. So the one I'm thinking of just happened a couple weeks ago. I was at the local community pool and in a typical parent fashion you know Oh, how old your child my child's 17 months and three days or whatever parents say and then they turned to me and they said how old is your child in reference to my foster son and I could not for the life of me remember his age I couldn't and so I was like all right well this is his birth date and started counting and the parents started laughing and they're like is this kid even yours (laughs) and it was awkward for a minute and then I thought how do i answer this
1: (laughs) you're about to make somebody somebody's day really bad yeah
2: this just got even more awkward so that's that's the humor i guess in foster
1: care (laughs) well that's wonderful and again guys thanks for coming in uh as you know because you've been through this drill before we ask each of our guests to end our interviews with a life hack now this is a piece of advice a tip on doing something well maybe just some inspiration to get you through the day. So Megan, I'm going to start with you. What's your life hack today?
2: Well, I gave my really good one about the cupcake and all that last time. So I'm going to stick with my third grader actually had to come up with a quote in her class as her first week of back to school assignment. And I was blown away by it. So here is my life inspiration. It's not really a hack, but it's kind of an inspiration. Written by an eight year old. Live with kindness, love with peace laugh a lot." I well, thought that was pretty profound.
1: Well, I, I think That's really deep. That <laughs> is really deep. I would hate to have to go
0: after that. Yeah, <laughs> thanks Megan. <laughs> yeah. Heather. <laughs> so mine comes from a foster parent that said it during one of our trainings, um, and I actually wrote down what she said. And then I have a book that I carry around with me with my notes and stuff. And I got a new book and I wrote it down again because it was just really impactful. And it's not mine, so I can't claim it. Um, But her, she said, life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% with how you handle it. And I think that that is so true about foster care and life in general. It's really about the 90% of what you do with what life has dealt you
1: so much of it is is something you can't control but you can control how you react Cross. and how you and how you process it so those are, those are great that was you guys a are good you one guys one, are raising yeah. the bar for the people <laughs> that come after you Heather Moore, again, is regional manager for Kids Peace Foster Care in Southeast Pennsylvania and a foster parent. Megan Craig is a foster parent uh, based in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, and they are the brains and hearts behind the soon-to-be-famous, if not already famous, (laughs) blog series Foster Talk with Heather and Megan. You can follow that on www.fostercare.com by clicking on the Foster Talk item on the left side menu. If you have a comment or question on our podcast, or maybe even a question for these ladies to tackle, you can send your comments to us. Go to www.kidspeace.org. Click on the Contact Us button on the top menu to leave your message. The Conversations with Kids Peace podcast is produced by Robbie Allred. I'm Bob Martin. Thanks for joining us. And we look forward to having you join us again for more Conversations with Kids Peace. Take care. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions about our Conversations podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Go to www.kidspeace.org to learn more about the series and share your thoughts.